Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast, your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and self-love. We'll feature a refreshing lineup of guests, including entrepreneurs, artisans, holistic lifestylists, clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. I hope that you join us for this amazing journey. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. We're so excited to have Shantae Lundy with us today from Black Girl Sunscreen. That is one of our best-selling products, and we're just really excited to have her here. I don't even know if she knew that was one of our best-selling products. No, I didn't know. I mean, you mentioned it just briefly uh, via email one day and just said, hey, it did really well at our launch party. And congratulations on that. Wish I could have attended. Um, but, you know, we're in two different places right now. So um, I have a quick question. So what, what's been the reaction on Black Girl Sunscreen? People love it. I think you, I think the magic is that you actually found a problem and you found a solution is that a lot of black women weren't wearing sunscreen because of the film that it left on our skin. And it kind of gives you that, you know, that white kind of sticky film. So people just avoided it. But what people love about your sunscreen is that it goes on smooth like a moisturizer. And so they're able to incorporate sunscreen which they knew they needed to do without having to like kind of forego that weird sticky feeling right right yeah and that's like our our huge um the biggest message that we we try to convey is you know what this what will will rub in completely free of no white residue without leaving your skin with that chalky feeling or purplish feeling whatever color you're getting from any other sunscreen that's not you know what we had in mind when we formulated um black girl sunscreen so I'm really really glad to hear that and you know first and foremost thank you for believing in us thank you for putting us on black and green's uh, platform um, you are doing so well and I want to say congratulations to all your success because I see you just pretty much everywhere I'm like oh she is <laughs> the game right now but you know what I just feel like it's a snowball effect too like once it starts going it continues to go right and you you bring that energy uh, you attract that energy towards you so it's like, yeah I want to work with her I want to do this I want to do that so congrats for all that stuff thank you thank you so tell us what's the story behind your brand um well I mean it was something just like you said like I found a I found a problem and um a concern not necessarily a problem a concern and I created a solution for it so I am my customer um if you haven't seen me before I'm um, of darker complexion and I'm outside a lot I'm not afraid of the sun however before I used to be afraid where I have, you know, friends of lighter complexions, like one of my good friends, she, she's biracial. Um, you know, I have friends that are of, of lighter complexion and they just had an array of options to go outside and protect their skin from the sun. Like literally they can go in any store, grab anything, any product and be like, yeah, I'm good. Where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to look like a clown. Yeah, no, um, I'm going to look ashy. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want that on my face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The alternative was to either buy a pricey umbrella. You know, if you go to these beach waterfront uh, properties, you have to purchase an umbrella, $25 or so. You know, you're either wearing a really big hat or sunglasses, or you just opt out. So I was just like, hey, um, there has to be something. There has to be something for me. And when I started to look around and I was searching profusely and I came up empty-handed so I said 
let me give this a shot and see what I can come up with. And because I am my customer, I said, I know that I want to feel good and look good at the same time protecting my skin. So um, I started figuring out things in terms of like, hey, what are the best ingredients? What's going to add extra moisturizer with it being healthy and not being toxic? And um, we want it to be environmental friendly. Mm. So that's really the concept behind it. Nothing too crazy. It was just I saw a need because I was experiencing this. And I said, I can't be the only woman of color that's looking for protection uh, for her skin mm. being outside. I mean, I see women walking very often, just if it's power walking, if it's exercising, mm-hmm. you know, being out here in California, hiking, you know, being on um, in Miami, going to the beach, rooftop pooling, mm-hmm. like, this is a thing. Or just running your day-to-day, ex- your day-to-day errands. You know, what most, most women do know that they're supposed to wear SPF on their face. They just choose not to. Mm-hmm. Now, there's SPF in many makeup, so foundations, concealers, uh, lip balms, but it's not enough. So mm-hmm. the amount of SPF in your makeup is not enough to protect your whole face. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you that now. So you are supposed to put on some type of sunscreen on a daily basis. What is your background in formulation and how did you formulate your product and kind of walk us through that? Yeah, and, and everyone asks that question, like, are you a chemist? And I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, so I have um, my undergrad, I have a um, bachelor's in um, science, and then I have my MBA. And then um, I have somebody stalking me right now. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, so um, in terms of coming up with the formula, um, I did work with an accredited chemist, and we did bounce ideas um, off of each other. However, um, what I said pretty much was the say all end all. If I said, hey, eliminate, let's say, for example, oxybenzone, um, he would say, well, why? Because that's in most formulas. And I would say something like, no, um, it's toxic to the environment. Has to go. We're a progressive company. And um, consumers now are looking for products that don't contain certain ingredients Mm -hmm. and that's who we are. So that's my background. So a bachelor's in science, MBA, no chemistry, Mm -hmm. however, um, working on a PhD, which would be in organizational behavior. So I'm the business, um, I'm business oriented, not necessarily a chemist. However, with the world wide web at our fingertips, you can find out anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you talked about an ingredients that you didn't want in your product. Can you tell us a couple of ingredients that you wanted in your product and what the specific reasons were behind wanting those ingredients in your product? Like what did they do for the skin? Yeah, sure. That's a really good question. And um, the, the ingredients that I wanted to include, which were things that would help our melanated skin. So for example, carrot juice, that boosts melanin, mm. avocado, things that if you were to eat on a daily basis, would give you antioxidants plus vitamin A, C, D, and E. So those are all the things that I wanted to include. Those were must-haves in the, in, the, in the sunscreen. Now, things that we don't have control over are the, the, the factors that actually block the sun rays, the UVA and UVB rays. Some of those things you can't get around, you cannot eliminate okay. because you need a protector with that. So now in terms of the inactives that's where you have a lot of control of and that's where the carrot juice comes in the jojoba the cacao and the shea butter 
Okay, got it, got it. Wonderful, that sounds awesome. How did you find your chemist that you're working with? For other people who are interested in formulating products, a lot of folks are like, I just don't know where to start. So, uh, you know, with this whole entrepreneurship, it's a lot of doing. Um, you're pretty much, you're out there, I was out there doing everything, just constant research on a daily basis. And um, I wanted Black Girl Sunscreen to be formulated within the United States. So I started from from there, like, hey, what are big sunscreen states? So for example, Florida, California, and, and I kind of narrowed my search by, by, by region. Awesome. That sounds great. So you mentioned something that you are getting your PhD. The, I have my doctorate in public health. And other, the other day, I was talking with an amazing entrepreneur who's been who's a multimillionaire. And she said something to me. She says, you know what? I very rarely find highly educated people who are good entrepreneurs. And I thought that was such an interesting stigma. And so I'm curious, have you heard that before? And kind of what are your thoughts about that? You know what? So I, I follow a few uh, really big entrepreneurs right now are just doing good things. Like, so for example, like Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, who hasn't heard of Gary yeah, Vee? Right, right. So I don't think he has that, that education, right? And he mm-hmm. talks about, he talks about, you know, you don't necessarily have to be so educated to go out here and just make money and to sell things, you know, and just to kind of figure things out. So, I mean, I haven't heard it per se, like directly said to me, but I, I know it's out there mm-hmm. that, you know, we have to have you know 10 years of education to make money and it's being proven actually Mm. so given that oh go ahead so this is a personal goal for me in terms of achieving that that ph doctorate level Mm. something completely personal not associated with black girl sunscreen i want to be my best version at all times and this is something that's going to help you know so even in terms of running a business right i talk about getting a phd in organizational behavior i'll be able to apply that within my corporation mm-hmm. right so it's just that 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 skill set that will differentiate me from someone that doesn't have it mm. and i think what's really important when we talk about education whether it's formal or not formal is that as an entrepreneur it's important to study your craft and so whether that means getting a master's degree or a doctor's degree, or whether that simply means you're watching YouTube videos and reading every book that's out there and you have mentors, I think that we have to recognize that there is work that goes into making sure that you know what you need to know. And so I think that that might be a way of framing it that's, you know, there's different ways to skin the cat. Some people can go to the library and pick up 15 books and learn what they need to learn. Some people might go to a more organized, you know, education system. In one of my previous jobs, we've done a lot in terms of like multitasking, a lot of dealing with customer service, diffusing um, difficult situations. So there was things that I learned that I may not learn from higher education. Mm. And I learned, I learned it from, from my, my corporate job. That's awesome. You talked about your corporate job and what you've learned from your corporate job. I think in the entrepreneur space, a lot of times we hear quit your nine to five and, you know, kind of go all in and risk everything. How have you kind of balanced a nine to five, a corporate job, recognizing what you might be able to learn from a nine to five or understanding once it's a hindrance? Kind of how do you balance all of that? No, I'm not balancing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it's, it's teaching me a lot about my, my, my strengths, 
um, in terms of like how much I can, I can really handle. Um, one thing I can say is that um, you should definitely follow your passion um, because wherever your passion is, that's where your heart's going to be. And that's where you're going to give it a hundred percent. So my, my corporate job has given me a, a def, a sense of, of work ethic. Um, so, you know, I'll start, let's say my corporate job isn't a nine to five, it's a seven to seven, six forty-five to 7 PM. So I'm consistently going all day. Um, and it's very, very consuming. So it, it definitely has taught me to multitask and to be very, very organized. Um, so when you have a corporate job, it's like, you're coming back to start another job. Let's mm-hmm. call it seven to, to midnight, seven to one o'clock in the morning. So, I mean, if you're not mentally prepared for that, um, that, that corporate job may not be for you or something has to kind of go on the back burner. Um, for me, um, I know it tests how, how strong I am and, um, what I can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so, um, currently, um, I'm dealing that with that right now and mm-hmm. I find myself just kind of certain days. It's like, you know, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot to kind of go in and to report to someone and um, prioritize their task and what they have in mind for, for their corporation. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have my own, I'm building my own, I'm starting my own empire. So it's kind of like, what do I really want to do? And that's when I have to remember, hey, it's coming and I'm following my, my dreams and my passion. Mm-hmm. So, so, so bigger picture, so bigger picture, you know, continue to, to dangle that carrot in front of your face and you'll get there. Yeah, I love it. Does your corporate job know about Black Girls Sunscreen or were you nervous about Ooh, ooh good question. You know, because that's really juicy uh, gossip within, <laughs> within that, that, that job, right? So I will say that some um, know about it. Some that are kind of inquisitive and maybe like savvy, like, hmm, I wonder what Chante's up to. Is she really this person? You know, and then of course you have social media. You know, and if you are, you know, doing things and, and you know, it kind of just circulates, you can go on someone's feed like that, right? Especially if you have the same interests or whatever. Um, so I would say some of them know, but it's like that, that elephant in the room. Like, nobody wants to talk about it. Like no one wants to say, oh, hey, Shantae, is this, is this you? Mm-hmm. Funny story. Funny story. One of, one of the employees at, at the at job, he went on vacation uh, to like Cuba or something, right? Uh-huh. And I did an event for the color of change and uh, Planned Parenthood. I did maybe like a five minute uh, uh, speaking um, combo, right? Mm-hmm. And a group of women to me that were medical students and they were like, oh my goodness, Black Girl Sunscreen is so awesome, right? So we took some photos, we're following each other on Instagram, they've ordered the product, you know, they're attending my next event. Okay. So go back to work on Monday. This guy comes back from his vacation and I just happened to open my Instagram and here he is photoed with his sister, right? That was at the event, (laughs) right? So I'm like, oh, this is so weird. Like, I wonder if she used black girl sunscreen while she was on vacation. I wonder if he knows about it, but he's never said anything to me about it. So, so it's like, it's just a small, small separation there where you can easily find out. I mean, my, my pages are open. They're not Mm -hmm. public. You know, I, uh, I'm an advocate of black girl sunscreen. So if if you wanted to look up, it's not hard to find. Mm -hmm. However, I do try to keep it separate. Um, because I don't want there to be a misconception that I'm not doing my all at this, at this job. 
right? Because I do go there every day and give it my all, just like I go to Black Girls Sunscreen and I give it my all. Mm-hmm. So uh, most people that know me as the BGFS, the Black Girl of Sunscreen, may or may not know that I have um, a corporate job. If they ask, I will tell. If they do not ask, then it's not necessarily relevant. It doesn't really come up. However, most people do want to know, um, hey, how are you funding or how do you juggle your time or have you transitioned out? You know, I spoke in Charleston at the Black Expo um, last month. And one of the questions was, uh, do you have a job? You mm-hmm. know, and, and how do you balance that workload? And so, so I think it's a really important um, question. And I think it's a good question because um, you can't necessarily jump out of, you know, your corporate gig, if, if you will, to kind of pursue your passion until you have everything that you need. For example, sales, the revenue, you know, you have maybe a small team to actually get you going. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's really helpful. Thanks to our artisan for joining us. And now to our moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness. Be in your truth. Be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth. Finding your breath. And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. I hope that you enjoyed the meditation with Dr. Crystal. Sometimes we all need a reminder to just stop and take a break, stop and clear our minds, stop and be present but now we're going to hop back into the conversation with our artisan so the name black girl sunscreen is really unapologetic what was the process of you coming up with the name were you worried that it might limit your appeal kind of like walk me through your thoughts uh very intentional mm. well um, again i have my customer um i wanted a product that was going to speak to exactly who this product is for. Mm-hmm. So when we walk into a Walgreens or Target, Sephora, or any store, there isn't necessarily a product that screams, hey, black girl or woman of color, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Literally, I wanted someone not to be confused. You know what, black girl sunscreen, that's for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Does it exclude 
absolutely, but it includes many. Gotcha. I mean, I love that. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs who are women of color have this fear of having a very niche market and saying, I'm creating products for Black women. And so I always love talking to brands that have made that choice. Do you think that that choice has hindered your success in any way? No, I think it's actually really, really helping us um, because right now there is a movement for, um, let's say, Black females to be entrepreneurs. There's a movement for um, people of color to, to level up and to advance. Mm. Um, so in terms of hindering, you know, I did an event, I did, a, I did an age walk uh, maybe like three weeks ago, and um, it was mostly men that attended the walk. And these men were so, so receptive of Black Girl Sunscreen, even though it said Black Girl, mm. right? So they were white men uh, purchasing the product. Um, they were just men purchasing the product. And I just think that if you can kind of get past that whole Black Girl thing, the, the sunscreen is good for any complexion. However, I just made it more suitable and accommodating to melanated skin. Gotcha. So... So, so when we do a Google search, um, you know, you put sunscreen for ethnic skin, sunscreen for, for black skin, many women, many people are looking for this product. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure that it captured that audience. Wonderful. Wonderful. Do you have a background? You have your MBA. How much has that um, shaped your business did you have your mba before you started black girl sunscreen did you go back after kind of you know i had my mba since like 2005 i know oh. I'm myself but <laughs> uh it's been some time and i will have to say that so you know mba is just kind of like um it encompasses everything so marketing accounting finance um just the whole business piece of it i can't say that i, re I retained all of that information uh for me it just gives me uh, a little bit of edge, if, if you will. Um, I will say that most of my experience has just been hands-on um, from actually doing, mm. from my corporate job, from literally handling customer situations. Like our customer service is impeccable. If you send us an email, we're going to respond back to you with a yes mentality. No, it's not in our vocabulary. And I think that people underestimate um, how far customer service will go in building a loyal uh, customer base. You know, right now with the day of the inter the internet with Yelp and like TripAdvisor travel uh, travel um, travelocity, you know, social media in terms of Instagram, Facebook, all these things, a customer can go on literally say something about your company and your your company's on blast. Mm -hmm. So what I have learned is take care of those things, right? And that that's come from corporate America mm. um, and just being hands on and being in those types of situations. Mm. I really appreciate that advice of recognizing that in your corporate jobs or your full-time jobs, there's a lot of lessons that can be learned that you can apply to your hustle. And so I think that if you, a lot of people like, oh, I, I'm not happy with my job anymore. But if you can kind of change your framing of what can I learn here that can help me in my hustle, I think it can make it a lot more enjoyable. Right. Um, you know, another thing is uh, dealing with different types of personalities and employees. Mm. Yeah. being an entrepreneur you actually get to choose who you work with yeah. in terms of contracts in terms of who you want to bring on your team in corporate america you don't have a choice 
if they apply and they get hired, then guess what? This is who you're with. You either have to mold them or you got you to figure something out. And that's the cool thing about having your own gig is that you can, you can pick and choose. And that's another skill set that I've learned um, maybe from corporate America is kind of like personality types. Is this someone that I want to work with? Is this what I'm looking for for my, for my business? So there are a, quite a few things that I definitely learned. I've, I've been in corporate America for like 15 years. Again, I'm dating myself, um, but there are a lot of things that I'm definitely taking away. So it's not, it's not bitter. It's more bittersweet, mm-hmm. but it's just time. I'm going to tell you, you look like you're in your 20s. So if that is <laughs> any commercial to the wonderfulness of black girl sunscreen and some absolutely. melanin in a little water. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, another thing that black girl sunscreen does is, you know, um, prevents premature aging. And I think that's another thing that we need to be educated on is that SPF, you, you should put that on your skin every day. And I say that um, women of color, and I hate to generalize, but we're not as educated um, as, as our as our lighter skin co- uh, counterparts. Mm. We're light we're light years behind them. Mm. So um, I, I say that to say that you know these product we're creating these products so and creating this awareness so everyone is on the same page. Got you. I love that. I absolutely love that. You sound like you have a lot going on. You're going to school. You're working a full time job. You're running a very successful business. What does your self-care routine look like? You know what? <laughs> um, so I actually do a lot uh, in terms of, so first I, I just try to stay healthy um, in terms of my diet. Um, I don't do a lot of fast food. Um, I drink a lot of water. Um, I eat a lot of avocado. I drink a lot of shakes. Um, that's just for my diet, if you will. Not necessarily a diet. It's just what I consume. So mm-hmm. I, I try to stay just away from things that are might be not as good for the body. Even my drinking habits. Like I don't consume a lot of alcohol. Maybe a glass of wine here and there. Mm. And that makes a difference. Um, and then I do my yoga, um, my meditation. Um, I try to get into yoga once or twice a week. Soul cycling, things that are good for my mental health, if you will, because all this stuff can take a toll on you. And sometimes I could feel it, you know, if I haven't been to yoga in a couple of weeks, it's like, I need to get back grounded. Mm. Um, so that's in terms of like, you know, my mindset. Um, so for my skin regimen, um, I've been using the same products for like 10 years and I don't, I, I hate to mention other companies, but I will. Uh, so like Lancome, for example, they have a, a face wash that I've just been using. And before this, and this is when I'm talking about like not being ed- as, as educated, um, I promise you, um, Dr. K, um, I was using Dove soap, soap mm-hmm. on my skin. Mm. and it was working like perfectly fine mm. but then uh, I went to a dermatologist and she's like hey you should probably do something you know just kind of a little advanced for your skin so I switched over to Lancome sometimes I'll use fresh um and then I have a, a UCL um moisturizer plus black girl sunscreen and that's it I use my Clarisonic um at nighttime to, to scrub my to scrub my, my pores and, and that's really it. I keep it super duper simple. I don't necessarily put too much on there because I am kind of nervous of like breakouts and how it will affect my skin. So I'm one of those. If I, if I find something that works, I, I continue to stick mm. with it. I'm going to have to see if I can get you to convert over to one of our uh, gentle black owned brands on our platform. So I might send you a little goodie box. You know what? Uh, my friend said she wanted one too. So no. <laughs> <laughs> The box looks amazing. You have you you actually have a couple of um, Miami based brands. You have myself, and then you have Shop Shop uh, Jacks, which is yeah. really cool. 
um, I met her at an event and she, she was lovely. So she's around and um, I definitely would take you up on the offer if you will. Yes, we're gonna I'm, have to see if we can convert you. Yeah, I'm, I'm open, I'm definitely open, but you asked, so I, I told you and I've just kind of stuck with what works. No, and I think that that is what a lot of folks have done, um, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit. I know I grew up in a family where my grandmother said I've been using oil of Olay for this number of years. And so everybody in the family has been using oil of Olay. But then when you turn that bottle over, you're like, mm, maybe we shouldn't be using oil of Olay. And so I definitely understand that skincare regimens, how you wash your clothes, how you bathe, what sunscreen you put on, all of that is a part of a learning process and it's a lifestyle that you've created that's been passed down to you so it's that you have to be very conscientious to start the process of trying to change those habits that you formed um no i agree and if, if you've been taught something sometimes it's, it's even hard to kind of like break that like and we can we can correlate that to, to sunscreen yes right? come up with this old school mentality like oh you're you're black you can go outside and play with no sunscreen people actually believe that mm -hmm. right or, or black don't crack so it's kind of like, how do we convert that mindset to, hey, you are susceptible to sunburn, you are susceptible to melanoma. Um, and even though you have melanated skin, what are you doing to protect that melanin? Right. Right. So, so okay, cool, cool. You, you think that you're not going to get anything, you're not going to get sunburn, but let's protect what you have. Let's preserve it. Let's continue to look very young. Let's continue to be 40 and look like yeah. you're alive or let's continue to be 60 and look like you're 40 because they're out there. There are so many examples of women that are just killing the game right now that are well into their 50s and they're giving us a run for our money. Yes. Yes, ma'am, they are. I always say the power of water too. I think people really underestimate how much water your body needs and the impacts that being uh, dehydrated has on your body, whether it's a headache or whether it's dark circles under your eyes or whether it's just your skin not feeling dewy the way that it should. It's, it might just be that you're dehydrated. Right. I agree. So water yeah. is super duper important. Super key. Super key. I know I lost my water bottle for a little while and I just felt like I lost the best friend. I was like, I need my water. Where's my water bottle? <laughs> no, it's true. And it's, it's weird though, because I've seen people that just don't drink water. Yeah, I don't get it. They just don't drink it. They don't like it. And they, they like the juices and the sodas. And, you know, and, and for me, I don't even drink soda. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> the closest I get to soda is a Perrier. Mm -hmm. Or Greeno, you know, just something carbonated. And, you know, it kind of, it, 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 it I guess it, it, that's enough for me. Like, yeah. that's that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but soda's like, <sighs> <laughs> so, so yeah that that's good for me so just even you know we talk about just kind of like your daily routine like I feel like sodas can 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 have some type of reaction to your skin mm -hmm. so that's it's gone completely gone out of my for years oh gosh do you eat dairy uh I do not yeah I was gonna say that's a big that's a big connection between dairy and your skin's health is that um pimples and breakouts and uneven complexion is very much connected to dairy so I do not I do not and you know what I'll be honest like I, I did before but mm -hmm. then of course it created some issues um if it were my choice I would like yeah. my grandmother used to make this killer macaroni and cheese that if she were here I'd eat it yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'd eat it. um but no I, I don't like so the pizzas and the lasagnas and stuff like that well I try to stay very very healthy in terms of yeah. my diet 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and dropping some of your gems of wisdom. Of course, of course. And just thank you for the partnership. Really, Absolutely. really appreciate it. And continue to keep doing your thing. I'm going to be right there with you, girl. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And we're going to keep selling these bottles of Black Girl Sunscreen. I'm telling you, it flies off our shelf. If you haven't tried it, head over to Black and Green. Get uh, yourself a bottle. You will never go back to a different sunscreen, I promise you. Um, so we also are on, you know, our Instagram, Black Girl Sunscreen. Um, that's our handle um, pretty much across the board, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then um, blackgirlsunscreen.com. Um, Dr. K, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of our journey and listening to the Black and Green podcast. Tune in next week when we feature another Black woman artisan who creates all natural products. You can buy products to support our artisans at blkgrn.com and check us out on all social media at BLK and GRN. Make sure you like and share our podcast with your friends. Until next time, buy black and live green.